What's up guys? So I have one of my very best, closest friends slash brother slash fake dad that we have faked that I was his daughter before to, to, to get some stuff at a race. Um, <laughs> but Omar uh, was actually a member at a boot camp that I had just started personal training at and that is actually how our relationship started. And um, it, we just have this like, weird bond that it's just when people first see us interact it's just kind of I don't even know how to explain it it's like this brother and sister just all out effort of shit talking anytime we are within two feet of each other so or 20 feet of each other but um but yeah so he is has has a crazy journey with his um transformation which you guys are going to hear all about um he is someone who really inspires me and he is just definitely one of those people that's in my corner that I go to for motivation or for to just get myself out of my head. He is one of the like strongest, mentally strongest people that I've ever known. And so I wanted you guys to know all about his story. So ladies and gentlemen, this is Omar. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my name's Omar, as you all know. Uh, I, I guess my journey started from my fitness journey. It started 2016 when I walked into the first that boot camp. And uh, I said, who's this little blonde girl that I don't think is going to be able to hurt me? <laughs> um, but she did. She hurt me quite a bit, and I will never repeat that again. Um, but uh, my journey started uh, from childhood, but from now, it's just realistically, it's been... Uh, when I walked into that boot camp, I was 200 and 378 pounds. I was literally almost half the man that I am today physically. Um, I had... Uh, High blood pressure, hypertension, uh, I was pre-diabetic, sleep apnea, uh, it was just all bad. I come from a long line of obese people in my family. Pretty much everybody in my family is obese, morbidly obese or overweight. Um, uh, and I'm the oldest male in the Latino family, so you know what that means, right? It means I got to set the example. And uh, my journey started when I was working up in LA and I fell asleep behind the wheel. I didn't know I had sleep apnea. I didn't know I was pre-diabetic. I didn't know I had all these problems. I was just really tired all the time at 378 pounds, working 18 hours a day. Um, my drive was my career. Um, and a friend of mine's invited me over to this boot camp, and I'm always about a challenge. My whole life I've been told that I couldn't do things. Um, I was told that I was retarded in school. I was told. Uh, I come from poverty, um, living in a car. I, I, my whole life has been a fight, a struggle, my entire life. So I relate to challenges like nobody's business. And uh, I think Bliss saw that at me, I think from day one, because she was doing negative curls and she would pull down on me and I would look at her right in her face. I'm like, can you give me something? Um, and I still scream that to her, give me something that I can't do. Um, and that's really the connection that we have is that bliss has this uncanny ability to uh to tap into some people's hearts and motivations and drives and just yank it out of them um i've always loved that about her no matter what and for her to tap into me or for us to have the relationship that we have is really just because of that and no most people wouldn't take the crap that i talk to her I mean, people have heard our conversations 
And they were like, really? Who's that guy? Why is he talking to you that way? She goes, oh, that's just the way we talk. Um, but that's, that's pretty much my journey. And, and over the course of 2016 till now, uh, I've lost 158 pounds. Um, I became a group trainer. I am currently studying to take my NASM certification. Um, my journey is, is one of, I felt like I spent the first 40 years of my life wasting it. And now uh, through Bliss's help and some of the other trainers and some of the people in my life um, have shown me who I think I really am intended to be, which is uh, to be in the fitness industry and to help people like myself who didn't have the confidence to be able to do anything in the fitness industry or couldn't even tie their shoe or always shopped in a big and tall store or um, didn't think anything of themselves. Uh, I hope my journey does that and helps people show people that it's possible, you know, um, little things like tying your shoe without, without losing your breath is a win for me, for the people that I want to inspire. So, cause that's what it was for me. I cried the day I was able to do that kind of stuff. And it's a simple thing that people take for granted, you know, that, uh, that I really, really look forward to pull out of people and help people out. So that's a little bit about my journey. Yeah. So um, Omar and I um, started working out together at an obstacle course gym called MROC, and it was awesome. And he's he's repping. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. He's uh, I wasn't gonna talk about that, but he's repping the Epic shirt, um, which is an insane fitness challenge. And um, we are just both so competitive, and um, it is like that's why this was way more fun doing this because we are just, we both have that like psycho competitive edge, especially with each other. It's that just takes it to another level. And so, um, yeah, that was one of the things that we had experienced together. I didn't do the official one that oh, I was supposed oh, what to happened? do. What happened that day? <laughs> so but I came to support can, can, him. Can, can I tell people that? No. Can I, can, just a little You're bit. You're not gonna tell it right. I'll, I'll tell it right, I promise. I promise, okay. So here's, so you all know, all right. So me and Bliss decided to do the Epic Series, this race here. And we said, okay, well, well, we'll go out and do the Open and just have fun with it, just to see what it was, right? Um, so we did an Open race. It was all moderate weight. And then we did a, a moderate elite course as well. So it consisted of an obstacle course and then a smaller course. We did this up in Huntington Beach. Um, and who won that race? Well, uh, if I mean, you would I like mean, to know, the, I mean, let's, I mean, I lifted the same weight as Omar the whole time. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to, but I decided to challenge right, but, but myself. Can we just tell? Can you? So, is, is, is did a, he cross the finish line ten seconds before be, me? Okay. Right. Yes. Yes. He, okay. Did we lift the same weight the whole time? Which I wasn't supposed to. I was supposed to lift a much lighter weight, but I spent more time lifting the heavier weight. <laughs> yes. All right. So. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, Omar, which it shouldn't. Well, you you forgot that you only gave me my ten seconds. But you forgot I did a three minute plank and you only did a two minute. I plank. waited an hour. I did a narrow. three waited, minute wall no. sit and you only did a two minute wall sit. So yeah, I feel I, if if we did the same amount of time. <laughs> anyhow. Anyway, I wrote <laughs> anyway, down some questions. So we did we did the whole thing and then uh and then we were supposed to do it again. Um, Bliss was not in fighting shape. At that time, she wasn't prepared to do the second course that we did in uh, in San Diego. But Bliss, being who she is, came out and 
cheered me on. And I Which was probably the most emotional experience of our relationship for sure. And one of my most emotional experiences as a trainer for sure. Like top three at least when he's gotten his 100 pound lost shirt. That was really emotional. Seeing him become a trainer for the first time, that was really emotional. But this, the epic, the, what is, what was the second one called? The, uh, the gnarly one. Not the, the obstacle. The elite course. The elite course. Okay. It, it is insane. The fittest of the, you, we saw some crazy yoked people stepping up and were just not able to complete it, let alone do it quickly. And this guy just grit his teeth and like, there was, I mean, he had so many people out there supporting him and we were all just choked up seeing him just literally push. He was going to black out before he slowed down. It was just insane. So. And I, I don't think I could have done it without you there. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the real, it's just, Bliss symbolized the beginning of my journey. And I felt like that was crossing the finish line was like finishing it. So it was very symbolic for me, uh, any very emotional yeah. for me to have Bliss there. Um, and I had a bunch of people out there supporting me and not that everybody else out there that was supporting me wasn't awesome. Um, but there's a simple, sim simplistic symbolicness to having bliss there to say she saw me at my heaviest and now she's seeing me at my fittest. And that's, that was huge for me. It was and cool. It was awesome. Like flashbacks the whole time of that first, I remember my first class with Omar and I just had flashbacks that whole time seeing him, gosh, what, 130 plus pounds heavier. And yeah. it, it was just cool. But yeah. So um, I wrote down a few questions. That I'm going to ask you Omar, because this is stuff that, you know, people who are struggling with their weight or their fitness journey um, or are just wanting to hear more about you would definitely like to hear. But um, question one is, what were your biggest struggles when it came to losing weight? Food. <laughs> I love food. Um, <laughs> amen. Uh, I've never been a big drinker. Uh, I mean, I, get, I do drink every once in a while, but... Uh, I have this addictive personality mm -hmm. and I was addicted to food. I love food and I still love food. Um, but finding a balance and, uh, people like me and bliss don't have balance. We always go in or all out. Mm -hmm. Um, so when we do find it, you hang on to it. And that's probably was the biggest struggle is the finding that balance of what my fitness or what my food was going to look like. Um, as I was losing weight, um, which was the extreme that a calorie deficit until now where I'm just maintaining my weight, and finding a balance. This is probably the biggest struggle is the food and finding that balance. Okay. Uh, what are some of your most helpful tips for keeping the weight off and having that balance? Keep it simple. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a lot of times all of us, we, we like, we, we don't want to do this and we don't like that. And mm. I don't like the way egg whites taste. I don't like the way spinach tastes. And I don't want, it, 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 if it's simple, in a day-to-day -day busy life, it's it's the easiest way to stay consistent. If it's to stay simple in your diet and uh, and to stay consistent in the workout, you don't have to slay yourself 100% like we always do. But um, but to find a balance both in the fitness and the physical part, and as well as the diet and keeping it simple all the way across the board. You don't have to do extravagant workout and be in the gym for two hours. We just slayed ourselves for 20 minutes, mm -hmm. and we were done. You know, so yeah, I think with that too, the consistency, it's 
finding something that you enjoy because I think that's a big thing for people. I mean, there's like a thousand different types of fitness and I think people see something that worked for Susie down the street and they'll think that that's what's supposed to work for them. And I mean, there's a thousand different ways to work out. There's a thousand different ways to, there's a thousand different diets that you can do or whatever lifestyle choices. And it's just finding, you know, what is best for you. No, saying, no, seriously, like what? Yeah. Um, that you can stick with, you know what I mean? So yeah. not everybody will want to do the lunge workout we just did. Like some people would, that would make them run from fitness for the rest of their life. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's, it's finding something that will make you come back. Yes, exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Question three, um, where do you see yourself three to five years when it comes to fitness? Wow. I know. I really wasn't, when I wrote this question, I was like, oh, I really <laughs> want to know the answer to this one. Be truthful with yourself. Oh, I don't want to be doing what I'm doing today. Uh, I've, I'm a career operations manager. Uh, I've run several large operations in my life, um, from Forward Parts to several other companies. And today I'm an operations manager for a large lighting manufacturer. manufacturer. And I... Manufacturer. Manufacturer. <laughs> And I don't want to do that. Although I impact lives, um, in three to five years, I would love to be spending the rest of my life in fitness, inspiring people, um, potentially even having my own gym, you know, um, and having people from all fitness levels come in and, and be inspired and hopefully do that for the rest of my life until, so I can leave a legacy, not just a gym or make money. I don't, I don't, I want to be able to live within my means, not be extravagant, but make the largest impact in my community to help people see that it's possible to be okay and fit. Yeah. That's where I see myself in five years from now, owning my own gym, supporting myself, doing something that I'm passionate about. I love that. Also on another note, going back to his, his, uh, day job goes currently. Omar has so many cool stories that he should literally have his own podcast because the stories that he tells me, like, I'm just, every time I'm like, that could be a movie. But, I mean, the story even about how he got the job that he has now and how he worked his way up, I mean, talk about, like, Cinderella story of, like, poor boy, what were you, like, you were, like, putting boxes, like, <laughs> decorating the shelves. He had, like, the lowest of the low job, and he has worked his way up, and he's the... He's one of the big boys now, and he makes, um, you know, really great money. And that was just a really cool story of when he told me that, I thought about, man, that is just, like, so inspiring that doesn't have a degree and just didn't, you know, like, what had school struggles like me where I was, like, always struggled with the, the belief that we were not smart. And, like, it was, just, it was just a cool story to see that, like, you can literally put yourself and work your way up to anything that you want to be, and you don't have to be – Given the golden spoon and all of the, all of the opportunity that a lot of people have, they think that's what I need to do. I need to have this and this and this in order to be successful. Yeah. That's a story for another day for sure. But um, what was your why that got this whole journey started? My mother was the first one I want to say. Mm -hmm. uh, my family. Um, I have a father of six children. Um, so three biological and three step, just to clarify, my kids see this, 
because they're going to be like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> um, I claim them all because I love them all. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, I come from a morbidly obese family. My whole family, we're welfare, welfare kids and all we ate was beans and rice and macaroni and top ramens and cup of noodles and that kind of stuff. So we didn't know anything about fitness or budgeting or anything like that. Um, so what got me into it, my why was initially was my family and my mother was to show them that, hey, I could do this. Uh, you know, there was a saying that we always say in my family is that we're all big bone. It's like, what, what does big bone mean? It means you're fat. But <laughs> it means we were fat, but it means we were overweight, right? We're all big bone. And it, it's, you're, you're, you're supposed to be big. I wasn't. Yeah, I'm a big guy, but I'm not. I'm not supposed to be overweight. I'm not supposed. To, I'm supposed to be able to tie my own shoe. I'm supposed to be able to see my belt buckle, right? Um, my why initially started was because of I, I wanted to be around for my kids. Um, I want to be around to see grandkids, maybe. You know, not that I'm ready for any grandkids. Woohoo! You know, I'm, I'm not there yet, but um, he is old. I am old. I am old. <laughs> And she only beat me by 14 minutes, 14 seconds. 14 minutes. Seconds, 14 seconds. Yeah, so yeah, her husband always tells her that too, right? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I beat Omar today. She goes, he is old though, right? <laughs> but, but anyways, uh, so that was my why. It was just to initially to, to, to inspire my family um, that and to show them that it's possible. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I have one more. What would you tell yourself the day before you started this journey, if present day Omar could go back to 2016 Omar. Wow. Why don't you do it sooner? Mm. I always have this, uh, I get emotional every time I think about it, but um, I feel like I wasted 41 years or 39 years of my life uh, not doing what I love to do. All because I felt and I second guessed and I listened to people around me that said, you're not going to be able to support your family. What are you doing? You know, working out all the time or you can't make a living doing this. And um, if if I could tell myself in 2016, um, I would say, hey, talk to yourself in, you know, in the 80s and the 90s when I was in my 20s. <laughs> um what what took you what took you so long mm. you know what took you so long um once that light was turned on though it was on yeah. you know in 2016 once that once i made that decision once i almost killed myself on the freeway um that was it um but if if i could have told myself in 2016 before that light was switched i would be like hey you should have done it sooner you wasted a lot of time omar yeah so now i feel like i'm in a permanent race to to catch up those lost years yeah and then I do have one more. I didn't write this down, but I thought of it. Um, what would you tell somebody? Because this, you know, a lot of people who watch this are either looking for fitness motivation or like entrepreneurship motivation to do like something that they're passionate about. What would you tell somebody who um, is either looking to get their fitness journey started and just feels kind of like doesn't know where to start kind of deal? You're, you're a little bit further ahead because you've already started living out your passion. Um, what would you tell somebody who is debating on, you know, like, like yourself who has a successful day job and is scared to jump ship and do something that they're truly passionate about? It's a two-part question. 
Sorry. Wow. So the first part was what? <laughs> fitness. <laughs> fitness. Jeez, why, why would I, what would I tell them? Yeah, it just needs to get started. Little, little motivation, little love from Omar. Don't wait for the perfect moment. It comes. It comes as you're grinding. Just start grinding. No, whatever that is, you know. Um, when I first started my journey in 2016, I honestly, Bliss, I didn't, I, I didn't think. I think the times that I've tried to lose weight before, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I'm going to plan it. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be this, this and that. And I had a plan. Yeah. Um, in 2016, I didn't think about it. I just did it. Um, no looking back. No looking back. Just just keep looking forward and and always have that goal. Short term and a long term goal. Short term and a long term goal. Short term and a long term goal. The short term goal was for me to lose 20 pounds every so often, right? And then I was like, I'm gonna crush that goal. I'm gonna crush that goal. I'm gonna crush that goal. And then okay, I need to be at 220 pounds. Well, I got to that goal. Now what? You know and uh, I wanted a podium and an epic, and I didn't get that yet, but I competed, you know, and now I'm still, you know, it, 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 stop trying to plan it perfectly. Just go. God will give you some path to put you on, and he just does, um, and he puts people in your life that get you there. Just start taking the steps towards that direction that you want to go to, and don't be afraid to start running if you need to. Um I think that kind of goes in line with the entrepreneur one as well. Honestly. It does. And it, it, for me, you got to understand, if you're in my position where you're making really good money in your day job and you really like that good money because it helps you support your family and everything, um, I'm used, I've worked my butt off to get where I'm at today. Uh, 16 hour days, 72 hours straight day, work days. I mean, it's just, I worked my butt off and no was not in my vocabulary. I just translated that same drive and entrepreneurship that I did in my day job to fitness now. And I balanced it out. Right. And because I've, I'm making so much, I'm making good money in my day job. I'm afraid. I have, I'm afraid. Um, I've never said that out loud more so on camera than in front of you for all oh, goodness <laughs> sakes. But, um, but yeah, I'm afraid um, because it's, it's a guarantee that I can stay making good money, right? But it's not guaranteed that I'm going to make good money doing what I love to do. Yeah. So I'm trying to change things in my personal life and in my fa financial life personally so that I don't, have, I don't need that large income to survive. I'm minimizing what I have in my life. It's really hard in California. Which is really hard. Not in California. <laughs> For the non-Californians, you know, when you're paying. Six figures is still six, not a lot of money out six here. Six figures is like minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, minimizing what I have in my life um, so that I don't have to, I don't have to pay umpteenth amount of money or ha I need those six figures to be able to live. Um, but I'll be so much happier. You know, doing what I love. Um, so by April, mid next year, I will be debt free. Um, and as a result, I will be able to make decisions in my life that will get me in my direction to where I want to be. So um, if you're fearing for that because you need that nice car or that nice house 
but you want to do something that you're passionate and loving about, or that you really, like deep down in your soul, you feel it, um, make whatever moves you have to make. Same as the diet, right? You just keep going in the fitness, right? Same thing as the fitness level. You find that fitness level and you push. Well, I'm finding my, my biggest Achilles heel right now has been what has been my entire life was a school and finances, right? But um, school, I know I'll go over it. I'll get my NASM and I'll be I'll be happy. Um, NASM's a salty subject right now. NASM is very salty for me. <laughs> it's very emotional for me. It took me back to grade school when they told me I was dumb. Um, but but yeah, it uh, but it doesn't. It's never going to quit. I'm still studying. I'm still doing it hard. But um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Just keep going. Just take that first step and take you into that direction. Um, and and for lack of better words, who gives a shit what anybody thinks? Just do it. Yeah. You know, um, because at the end of the day, you got to live with yourself yeah. and you got to leave your own legacy. I heard somebody say recently, which I thought was super cool, and it was um, you maybe think of it when you said don't be afraid. And they were like, it's impossible to not be afraid when it comes to anything that is outside of your comfort zone. I mean, that is literally, it's just impossible to not be afraid, right? But the people who choose to do these things, it's not that they're not afraid, it's that they're facing their fear and they're deciding, I am afraid, but I'm just gonna go kind of deal. And I think that was super cool. I'm like, okay, like it literally validates we all are afraid and we do things that scare the crap out of us, you know, but like, I don't know. You just gotta kind of jump ship and go. And if it's if it's really something you want to do, you'll you'll find a way. And what's cool is money really does follow passion. I never made six figures when I worked for the government, but it was a job that I got into, and it is a safe job because you get retirement and you get so many benefits. Steady paycheck. Steady paycheck. Paid time off. I mean, like. It is like goals for a lot of people to just have that consistency. You never have to worry about freaking getting fired. Dang near, you can almost kill somebody and still have the job. So I can't do that in my day job. Yeah. So <laughs> when I decided to jump ship, I did not make good money for a very long time. But at that point, maybe it's because I was young. I didn't care about money and making money. I was just stoked that I got to do something that I loved every day. And then when I started it, the boot camp that where um, Omar and I met, that is where the first time I saw, okay, I'm actually making a living from this. And what's cool now is I've been doing this for about five years and I have more than doubled what I made from my government job. And which is just like, it's just cool and it feels amazing to make a great living and to literally go to work every single day and just be so stoked about it. My best friend was like, um, she, she lives with me and she, she, I'm gone before she wakes up and she's asleep before, our, um, before I get home. And she texts me the other night and she's like, I don't know how you do it. I feel so bad for you. I bet you're just so tired. You work so much. And I text her back. I'm like, dude, I get to like, literally, I was like, it's like you being at Disneyland all day long. All day long. <laughs> she freaking loves Disneyland. And like, I literally get to be at Disneyland all day long, freaking just doing what I love and it just, I don't even remember what it's like to just go somewhere where you just So I want to be like that, where she can be like at the boot camp where I'm training now, where me and where Bliss went or where I was training um, or I am training. But um, so 
I used to have to do morning classes in the morning. And I'm a, for, for those of you that don't know me, I'm not a morning person. I'm a little cranky in the morning. Um, so I'm not a morning person. But they asked me, they put me on the schedule a couple times in the morning, right? And I found myself waking up before my alarm because I was so stoked to get up and scream at people and put them through misery. Um, and I was like, I really want to do this. Um, and my boss at my day job, who also worked at the boot camp after he saw me losing the weight, he goes, dude, how come I don't get the Omar from the boot camp at the day job? And I'm like, um, because I'm not passionate about making lights. <laughs> I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. It's paying my bills. I love it. But when I get up to do my day job, it's more like, oh, I got to get up. When I get up to do training, it's like, I got to get up. <laughs> I got to go and I'm ready and I'm energized and I don't even need a cup of coffee. It's, so different. it's different. And once you find that passion, trust me, it'll, it'll drive you yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I definitely want you guys to get to know Omar more. He is an extremely inspirational, motivational, just gnarly dude. So, um, and he now truly finally believes and accepts that list mode is better than L mode, which is, <laughs> <laughs> Which was just so beautiful, and oh I mean, this is perfect oh the day God. before Thanksgiving, yeah. talking about being... I wanted to give you something to be grateful for, you know? Yeah, but 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 you finally admitted that I beat you at the Epic. Yeah, you did. Admit it. Come on, just let it out. It's okay. If I would have picked up my right weights. Then. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, Omar will definitely, you'll be seeing more of him later and we um we're definitely going to do like a, a you're gonna finish it you're actually gonna sign up and do something in rock workout sometime that will be super gnarly because yeah. that that yeah that'll be fun but yeah if you ever want to see me uh, beat him at a hill race that's happened <laughs> so if you see a hill give us a call we'll show up and i'll beat him and um, um, I will probably finish the turkey trot faster than you tomorrow. And I'm doing a 10K. She's only doing a 5K. She's sprinting a, a power walking. A power walking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Who does the, finishes the faster average minute time? How's that? And I'm doing a 10K. Yeah, I mean, you repeat what the same bet is. Let's just put it on the table now. Every time we do a competition... This is competition. Comp, comp, I got country on her because you know she is from she's from the hood in she's from the hood in Missouri. <laughs> Every time we do a competition, you have it's the same bet across the board all the time. All right. I'd like to start putting money down too, but you know it's whatever. I don't want to take your money. I mean, I feel I mean you are struggling. <laughs> Ladies paid off, it's okay? All the ladies paid off. <laughs> ladies are a little hard, but I probably could deadlift. <laughs> I squat it. I can't squat. I can't squat it. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for watching. Um, and yeah, I'll catch up with you guys later. Have a very happy Thanksgiving. Stay gnarly and enjoy your day.